Hey, universe. It's 9.34 on Sunday morning, the 27th of November. So, wait, is that the day they did all that shit with the, uh, the B-movie? 27th of November? I don't remember. But then that's what November's about, right? Not remembering? Or is that what December's about? No remember in December. No remember in September. But can't use that in March, right? Well, all right. I probably better go pipe up. Okay, maybe this is the universal truth worth starting out with. Worth starting out with? That's hard to say with a stumbly mumbly mouth, but does weed make you more interesting? Like, does, does alcohol make you more social? Uh, do mushrooms and LSD make you more likely to talk to God? Unpause. <coughs> oh, pause. Okay. Well, that'll make all the dreams a little bluer. But does weed make you more interesting? Does alcohol make you social? Does LSD, hallucinogens, marijuana make you closer to God? Does ecstasy make you friendlier? I mean, if you're going to stack up A, B, C, D, E, they all do yes, 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 yes. Yes. And I was thinking, well, do they make you or do they just drop the inhibition gates? Right? It's one or the other. But I actually think they make you is not a terrible term here. I mean, they make you is always a terrible term, I suppose. Unless you're incapable of making yourself social, feel interesting, believe in God, how friendly. I'm not a huge fan of drugs anymore. I mean, I'm a huge fan of marijuana. I will never stop smoking marijuana. Too many subtle additions to the mood quiver of arrows in that particular substance to give it up. I would love to be able to drill down marijuana now to the almost chemical reaction level in my body because for all of my life, all I wanted was to have regular availability to a substance that made my days always more livable. And when it was illegal, just getting a hold of it regularly sometimes got challenging. But fortunately, with this particular substance, the cat was way out of the bag before I ever jumped in. There's enough of a subculture and enough of a, yeah, we get it, group out there, that finding marijuana, much like finding a good dog, well, if you just went looking a little bit, generally, you got rewarded. But, other substances? Well, time to climb on my hypocrisy horse and say, I don't know if you... Well, no, no, no. Hallucinogens, and I'll throw MDMA in that group. I think of taking MDMA and mushrooms very much the same. I think of taking LSD as a little more fucking committed version of that. 
I never got into any of the other stuff. <clears throat> never took heroin. I still feel my mouth salivate a little bit when I say that. Heroin's the one that I still wonder the most about. All pharmaceuticals, fentanyl, every other one out there, oxy, I have never taken them. Even when I've been prescribed them. I've always preferred to feel the pain. So painkillers, much like smoking, just never attracted me enough to start up. So does alcohol make you more social? Alcohol makes you a lot of things. But I gotta say it makes you more social. Is the upside worth it? In moderation? Fuck yeah. But can you keep it in moderation every time you go to the bottle? If you're that guy, the never got drunk in my life guy, but always was able to drink alcohol guy, who are you? Seriously, who are you? Are you like a second grade teacher? Well, who are you? But for the rest of us, being drunk sucks. On... <coughs> Like, coughing with uh, marijuana. I know you can eat edibles. I know, I know, I know, I know. You guys are all pure souls of angelic creation. But for the smokers among us, that part sucks. And for the drinkers among us, getting drunk sucks. Can't drive home. Can't control your thoughts. Uh, I mean, your thoughts and your mouth. Uh, and you really can't control your physical. So you're stumbly-bumbly. Could get hurt. Could hurt somebody. Now, <clears throat> yeah, you're boisterous. Yeah, you've said things to people that you've never thought you'd be freer in your mind to say. And yes, maybe that one night you were the life of the party. But if you got away with a good drunk... <clears throat> well, how many of them do you get to get away with before a bad drunk sneaks in? And even that good drunk, what was the next day like? Fucking sucked. Couldn't wait to get home from work. Couldn't wait to get back in bed. Took four hot showers that next day and none of them helped. Whatever hangover brings you, it doesn't bring fun. It doesn't bring the kind of thing, dude, I get over a hangover with one glass of grapefruit juice. Seriously, just drink a glass of grapefruit juice. You won't be hungover at all. You'll be ready for a run, like an eight-mile run. I swear it. Try it next time. All those things are bullshit. A hangover is a personal reckoning moment for you. It's the world's way of saying, whatever happened last night, and you may not remember all of it, but whatever happened last night, you don't get away with it for nothing. Today's a reminder that alcohol costs. Just like every cough is a reminder that weed's not free. To your physical, to your future, to all that. Although, again, I'm talking out my ass here. I might be wrong. I'm not talking out my ass about alcohol. I'm talking out my ass with weed because we don't get to study it because it's fucking illegal. Point is, if we're going to put anything in a college study to some sort of funding and study group, 
I vote weed. I mean, that one's easy, right? But we don't need to study the detrimental effects of alcohol. If you don't know them, then you are <clears throat> old enough to drink. So with all that in mind, does alcohol change you and make you more social? Yep. Does LSD, mushrooms, ecstasy, hallucinogens, never took peyote, right? Never took mescaline, never took, what are the other big ones, angel dust, heroin, I don't know, do you get trippy on fentanyl or oxy, is that part of the attraction? Probably not. What the fuck's up with those drugs, just turn you into a zombie, is that a good feeling? I always liked drugs that made me feel inspired. Drugs that made me feel the world was still a place of magic. That doesn't look like what fentanyl and fucking oxycontin do. But, <clears throat> those aside, does marijuana get you closer to God? I am going to put a big check mark in the yes box. Not the Xbox, the yes box. Although the X is in the yes of this box. My yes to this is I was given every possible signal that God didn't exist. I literally mean every one. This was the first signal that God did exist. So you tell me. And then you get to that group <clears throat> of, do these drugs, I'm talking now uh, marijuana in its purest form, do these drugs make you more interesting? What else could you put on that list? People who use meth think they're more interesting, but they're wrong. I don't have a whole lot of meth experience, but I have enough. I have enough to, to have the up and down of that drug have run me up and then taken me down. And that didn't take long for me at all because, God damn it, if I'm going to go all in, I'm going to go all in. So, <clears throat> I, I know that's the most uh, fuck I feel bad without it drug I've ever had. I imagine I know exactly why quitting cigarettes is so fucking hard. Because you don't really necessarily get a high from the drug, but you get a huge low from not having it. That, to me, is the definition of addiction. Um, but, so, I don't think there's another drug out there that makes you more interesting than maybe pop. Why does pop make you interesting? That's dumb. It makes you a zombie. Watch any movies, buddy? Yeah, I know. That's the funny thing about pot. There are strains of marijuana I do not want to smoke and show up at work with the coagulation of blood that would emerge in the middle of some deep dive down Granddaddy Purple Road. Especially some of the Urple Purples and all the Nurple Purples and, God, you name it, even Urkel. Whatever you're smoking down Indica Road, you go too far down... And your eyelids immediately go into half-closed mode. So does that make you more interesting? 
Well, what's happening while that garage door is slowly closing for the night is you're having these thoughts, these confabulations of opportunity to see disjointed solutions cooperating in a bigger umbrella of truth and reality to solve larger problems. You're literally expanding your mind. Now, you're doing it while you're watching Gilligan's Island's reruns, and none of this is of any value, but you can't stop watching it because it's so giggly funny. So you look like you're drooling out your mouth. And you may be. But those 10 minutes of sheer intellectual bliss that come with it, I think they make you more interesting. That's my opinion, and mine alone. I'm sure there are 99 opinions out of 100 that would be different. Probably one guy would think the same thing. Or a girl, or a woman. Depends on the age range of the test. Could even be a boy involved. I doubt it, but could be. And if you're still deciding again... Wait, can you still be deciding that part? I don't know. And I don't care. I hope you're living your life in a way that you feel filled with self-love. Go pursue it if you're not getting it. And if that gets you there, I don't understand you, but I love you. All right. Now, if you get yourself some sativa, well, fuck yeah. But see, not everyone can handle their sativa. It's kind of like bourbon. The wrong person with too much bourbon is a pain in the ass at the party. Just like the wrong person with too much sativa. And this is where edibles sneak up on people and turn them into like paranoid chatterboxes. Ah, isn't that the worst on weed? So does that make them more interesting? I'll say, having never experienced this, but having a girlfriend who went through this more than once with me to prove that fucking man, don't make me smoke dope. It makes me all fucking stupid and chattery. She was right. Did she happen to trip into two sativa stains instead of some granddaddy perp? Maybe. I'll tell you, this is way before I knew shit about strains. And I was always the one asking for the one that made you more lively, more fucking giggly. Which one's the upbeat weed, not the, oh my god, I can barely keep my eyes open weed. That much I had figured out over 20 years of smoking existed. But, if you get into that little mental... What? That's almost like an AK-47 firing upon itself. Yeah, that does not make you more interesting. In fact, that makes you have a a not pleasant experience. And so then how can I say, well, everyone should smoke weed, man? Well, I don't know. Lauren, if you're still around, and you probably aren't, and God knows you're not listening to this if you are. But if you are, have you had some some indicas? And, um, and if those don't work, report back, because that would mean you're the one person I know who literally can't take weed. And I think there might be people like that out there. But I, I really do think they're rare. What I do believe is that why does pharmaceutical interests can't nail down this plant and get it to reveal its inner co-working secrets? I, I think there's like five, six hundred variables in play here. And none of the science that currently exists is near sophisticated enough to understand that. And so, 
even if we were to mm, say quantify one particular strain's unique aspects, I think it would immediately become useless to the pharmaceutical industry because our tolerance to it would build on the first dose. In other words, it might work once, but it'll never work again. And that's the coolest thing about these health compounds. They're there to heal you, specifically. They're of the earth. You're of the earth. Synthetic chemicals are of man. Everything that you try to do to heal yourself should come through nutrition or earthbound medical. The East Medicine Cabinet. Eastern? The Medicine Cabinet de People of China is the right one. And I don't know about South of China, but they probably all have it all figured out too. In other words, Western medicine is here to profit off you. Eastern medicine is here to make your life on earth more fulfilling, healthy, and vibrant. Which one should we be using? Don't be so Western-centric to say, oh, 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 Ray, 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 USA, WIDA, exceptionals. Phoebe can barely even sleep through that part. It's so nonsensy. But she can. I mean, she can sit through anything. Okay, when do I got to be at work, Phoebe? Well, I will officially be late if I'm not there in 100 minutes. Is it really? No, 90, 98 minutes. I'll be late. 97 minutes, I'll be on time. 100 minutes, I'll be late. Okay, so in that case, that makes it 9.55 on the 20... Damn, Phoebe, I got pretty high. Okay, 9.55 on the 27th of November, Sunday morning. That means NFL football starts in like an hour and five minutes. Or now, 64 minutes. What up, 64? The Beatles keep showing up. Why? I don't know. But they do, huh, Phoebe? Phoebe's asleep. All right. Did I have a point of getting on today besides talking about drugs? Um. Oh, yeah. Everything isn't constructed in duality. Our universe was created by duality. I literally say literally, literally too much, literally. So, I subjectively believe the first experienced moment of otherness was sound. Sound versus silence. Ready? Sound. Oh, there's no silence, though. I don't know how to get silence out of her. She's just soundy. But you know what I'm saying, right? Sound versus silence. Sound versus silence. Sound versus silence. And from there, duality emerged in greater and greater form. Now, what I don't really understand is the energy of the emotional being, that of which you, if you're listening to this, doesn't matter if you're a cactus, piece of granite, or a human being, you all have this in you. If you have emotional energy within, it's not duality when it's exposed. I don't think. It may map out that way. Oh, Phoebe's up. Oh, hi, Bubba. It may map out that way. Silence. 
But if it does, wow, is that a complex coordination to figure out? Maybe that's what all the mystic yogis are doing. Maybe. Could I get that job? No. Could I? I don't know. Maybe I could train for it. But <clears throat> in other words, what, what are you talking about duality? I mean, how is duality involved when there's anger, jealousy, uh, uh, happiness, and sadness? How, how, the, they're right now, I just disproved duality. Maybe you're talking about corners. Maybe there's uh, directional influence. And maybe sitting between uh, the opposite poles of happiness and sadness um, sit anger and, um, and ecstasy. I don't know. Maybe it is some big speedometer of wound up itness. How wound up are you? Not much. I'm actually pretty happy. Oh, fuck, man. I'm angry. I'm way over here in the red line. But that doesn't feel right either. And then, <clears throat> boy, I, I know I know we are prone to the this or that, us or thems, me or they. And I, I know that's why nations exist. Okay, so there's 200 nations. There's probably 200 nuanced emotions. Huh. What if all that is just the captivating energy of our internal structure mapped out to the world? Oh, God, will that fucking disappoint me. Oh, God. I never even had that thought till now. They're so goddamn smart and clever. Why not? How many bones do we have? Oh, God. All right, I'm almost getting too depressed to carry on here. I'm sure you've had that thought many a times listening to me, so shall we just part on that note?